Welcome to the podcast. This is You Gotta Watch This. I'm your host, Aaron, and with me is your host, Nick. Hey-o! And this week we're joined by special guest, Steven. Hey, Steven. Hey. Thanks for joining us. It's hey-o, oh. as loud as you can make it. That wasn't in my contract. <laughs> you got to read the fine print, Steven. It's in there, oh. trust me. Okay. These are pretty ironclad contracts that we Next send time. out. This is serious business. <laughs> yeah. Should um, I go or? <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll just okay. talk to you later. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks All for right, trying. Bye. Thanks for playing. <laughs> this uh, is the podcast uh, where we delve into uh, MCU uh, related properties. It used to be movies, but now we have television shows as well, which is fantastic. Uh, the The original idea, which is kind of, you know, and we knew we'd get to this point eventually. Uh, the original idea, though, was that. Uh, I've seen all of these many, many times, and, and Nick had seen none, so he was watching them for the first time, and then we'd talk about them, and this was all my trick, uh, my deception, uh, to make Nick watch these movies, because I enjoy them quite a bit. How, and Nick, how very Loki of you. That's right. I'm basically the Loki of uh, the our friendship. And, <laughs> and uh but at this point now, um, we've reached the point finally where new stuff is coming out that I haven't seen before either. So Nick and I are watching these for the first time. We're on equal footing and and we talk about it. And this episode is all about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, which um, the season finale uh, just happened. And so we're we're talking about it, the whole series. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, this is uh, our hot take, Nick and Aaron and, and Steven's hot take. So uh, what do you guys think? Uh, Steven, you want to you wanna give us the piping hot take? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in my mind, the MCU is kind of like divided into tones. So there's like the nerdy side, I feel like, is like Iron Man and that whole uh, Bruce Banner. And then like you got the mm-hmm. funny side, which is Thor now that, you know, Ragnarok yeah. took it in the different and then Guardians and... Uh, Captain and that side is like the soul, like the heart. I feel like of the MCU. Mm-hmm. I and I, it always holds a special place. I feel like it doesn't draw the like the attention, like the like the internet attention, like Wandavision did. For, for example, it was a much bigger deal yeah. than like the the internet mm-hmm. sphere. But Captain and and Winter Soldier and that whole side of if you're if you're talking about like a civil war divide like I'm sure. I'm I'm Team Cap like yeah it's the soul <laughs> and the, in the in the heart of you know what what drives the MCU so I already loved it like before it started uh, <laughs> and I, my love only got it uh, more I wish there had been more. Uh, maybe set up for the villain. I wish there maybe had been more set up for John Walker. Like mm-hmm. he kind of, maybe I'm getting too heavy <laughs> in the details already, but like John Walker's turn happened so fast for me. Like I was yeah. like, Oh, 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 oh he's crazy already. Like, yeah, I get that. That's, that's funny. Yeah, I I actually felt that way about his re- his quote unquote redemption, which let's we'll, yes. I'm sure we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I agree with that, that too. Happened too quickly. Yep. and felt totally unearned for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree with that too. Gotcha. I, there's rumors about pandemic changing storylines, and 
a break. No excuses, but yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, but as but a so whole, overall, yeah, you, you loved. Oh man, loved? yes. Okay, piping hot love. <laughs> That's my piping, my piping hot take. I'll, I'll, uh, my my piping hot take, uh, you know, if you want to sip on that for a while, is <laughs> I liked it a lot. I don't think I loved it as much as Steven did. Mm-hmm. And I think it's mainly because I didn't, I don't, I, I'm, that was a very good take, Steven. I'm glad you gave us the background of like, you kind of went into it loving yeah. it. Yeah. Because Captain and Bucky are probably the two most boring characters to me. <laughs> Besides like Hawkeye, gosh. Like they're just oh, so can, boring. We can all agree on Hawkeye being just <laughs> And uh you know, so I I went into it like I, I mean I it was actually kinda good. I went to went into it with no expectations. I was like, this is whatever. I'm just gonna watch it. And yeah. so I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um I don't think I mean I'm it it turned out to try to have some big things to say, but it almost it saved a lot of it for this last episode in like a couple of monologues, um, you know, and it had some things to say about family and, and race relations and the treatment of African-Americans in this country throughout the series, which I thought was pretty ha- handled pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I appreciated that they're trying to tackle that. Yeah. Um, and I, I think there's only so much you can do with a fictional superhero television show you know but i thought that they had some uh good things to say about that and uh i'm sure there are parts of the internet that are you know in uproar about that like you know marvel's making it political or something um i i haven't delved too deep in the internet because i didn't want to i mean i can't i can't handle all the fan theories and there's that the, the yuckiness there's that famous Stan Lee quote about Marvel being the world outside your window. Like, it's not political. It's just a reflection of what it's we're just, all going right. through. It's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, it's... it's, And we'll we'll talk about this uh, later on as well, because I do want to get into it a little more. But that idea that, like... Like, even classifying it as political, you know, it's, it's reality. I don't know, like, what political... You know, politics right, right, is right, like... Right. You know, like how much money should we give the school system? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. this other stuff. You know, <laughs> this it's like, is it's not this is something politics. that's that's real, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's just it's history. Yeah, it happened exactly. Like, and this we're is, talking about it exactly. Like, yeah, you know, this uh, that weird thing to make things like justice political, like that. I it always kind of mm-hmm. feels weird to me. It's like it's, that's not politics. You know, we're talking about humanity. It's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But a- anyway, well, like I said, I, I definitely want to circle back around to that. Um, I'm, I'm definitely more in the Stephen camp for uh, for my hot take. Um, I, If you had asked me, and I, I've said this before on the podcast, you know, in 2008, they're starting a you know Marvel Cinematic Universe. I would have been pumped. You know, I would have been like, oh, yeah, uh, Spider-Man, Iron Man, you know, but, oh, how could they could they get the X-Men in there? You know, that'd be great. And if you were like, oh, Captain America is going to be a big part, I would have said, oh, my God. OK, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I guess that has to happen. Like Captain America was up there with Superman for me for like, you know, superheroes I don't care about. And uh, it's, 
you know, just because, again, like that whole, like that Boy Scout vibe and everything, I just wasn't into it uh, until um, I, I watched First Avenger and I enjoyed it. Uh, um, but uh, it wasn't until the trailer for uh, The Winter Soldier that I was like, okay, this movie actually looks really, really good, and I'm really excited about it. And after watching it, I was like, just mind blown. And it's because, you know, uh, Chris Evans was able to, you know, elevate it, and the writing was good. Like, it wasn't like a, a Boy Scout. He was, he was, like Steve said, the heart of the MCU. You know, he had... It wasn't this like jingoism, like rah rah America. It was more like what America should be instead of what it is, and that's what kind of I always liked about Captain America is like he he's like you know you you do whatever you want, you call it America, and you're calling it that though. Like I know what it is, and it's about you know like standing up to bullies and making sure uh, you know things are fair and all of that, even when. Uh, America, you know, actually fails to do that, you know, and uh, and he's not afraid to to call it out and say like, hey, this you're not doing it. And, uh, you know, in the comics, that's the thing. He renounces the mantle of Captain America at a certain point because he's just so disappointed. Um, But anyway, so that was my going into it. Um, And uh, I've always been a fan of the um, dynamic between. Uh, Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes too. Their their whole um, vibe in you know, of course they they fought in um, Winter Soldier, but then in Civil War they have some great back and forth, which is so funny. Uh, yeah. And so I was I was excited to see that in the series, and it didn't disappoint there. Yeah. I, I think we got some. That's great one of back the strongest parts. I think the yeah the chemistry there is great. Absolutely, I just. The and I, I loved the callback because uh, in Civil War one of my favorite moments is when uh, the three of them have just escaped from the authorities and they're meeting up with Sharon Carter under this bridge and Steve gets out of the car who had been driving and uh, you know Sam's in the front seat and Bucky's in the back seat and it's just this lingering shot on the two of them and Bucky's sitting directly behind him and he's like can you move up your seat. And Sam's like, no, because they're even though they're all in the same car and they're in it together, like Sam is so annoyed at Bucky (laughs) for like existing (laughs) and causing the situation. So and it's just such a simple thing he could do and he refuses. And it's just so funny. And they, of course, they called they called back to it in in the series. But but yeah, so that's that's my hot take. I I agree with some of the finer points. I would have loved to have seen nine episodes instead of six. I'm not sure where that that decision came from, if it was pandemic related. I do know that. This one, I think more than WandaVision, was definitely affected by the pandemic. Yeah. Because um, it was supposed to come out before WandaVision. And um, I right. guess they were going to have a tighter turnaround time because it wasn't quite as effects heavy as WandaVision. Uh, but I do know they had to stop filming because of the pandemic and it was a whole thing. So, uh, well, and, and one of the big, uh, we, we, obviously, uh, the one of the big plot points, they had to totally write around it. You yeah, know, there was going to be basically a pandemic in the show, and then the, a real pandemic happened. And I'm like, well, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and I think it would have been fine, honestly. But I, mm-hmm. I, I get why when it was first hitting that they were maybe like, well, let's not make this a plot point that yeah. could be seen as like, you know, uh, taking advantage of uh, right. a terrible situation, or right. you know, even though obviously it wasn't. But well, you don't. It, you could also wear... just. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. I was going to say, look, there's also that element of like confusion, you know, like, are they trying to do it? But it's different and weird. And like, (laughs) you know, like it just 
people sometimes have trouble holding like two different ideas in their head like hey this was completely parallel this is just a story we wanted to tell and it's like uh-huh. i don't i don't understand <laughs> and yeah I, well, I, I could see that being a consideration. I'm sure at the beginning of it, too, they didn't really know how serious it was all going to be. So yeah. how can you write something in you don't know? Like I Exactly. Mean, no, you're right. It ends up wiping yeah. out, you know, it turns out right. being like the stand, you know. and then it's <laughs> Right. Like, which <laughs> right. also, you know, still they, they move forward with that during the pandemic. And that, yeah. that yeah. premiered uh, not too long ago. But uh, anyway, anyway, yeah. anyway. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's our hot takes. We all know kind of where we stand. So let's, let's dive into talking about the show in some more detail. Um, the thing that leaped out at me and, uh, I was talking to, I've talked to a bunch of people about this, this, the pilot, the first one. And I think even more than WandaVision where WandaVision, it felt like a TV show because it was modeled after television. And honestly, I think that is kind of like the perfect way to start the MCU series by like yep. having it be sort of like a love letter to television. Oh, yeah. uh, whereas this one, that first episode, I mean, it could have been the beginning of Captain America four. Easily. Like it yeah. was uh, like completely MCU production value, full on movie with the helicopter chase and, you know, flying around and in and out. Like it was, it, it was fantastic, and it it did not feel like a television show at all. It probably it had to have been one of the most expensive things ever put on a streaming service like that. I mean, oh, yeah. very awesome. And Absolutely. the whole series in general had that kind of like it, it did have uh, the the kind of like globe trotting spy thriller elements of Winter Soldier and Captain and 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 uh, Civil War that I yeah. uh, you know come to expect from the Captain America franchise. Um, which which I enjoyed watching. There, there are parts of it, you know, you could almost believe, like, it's like a little bit of a, you know, it's got, like, those Mission Impossible kind of elements, you know, to it. I can't remember if if it was Kevin Feige or somebody else said that this, essentially, think of it like a, a six-hour movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it, I totally agree with you. It felt like that. The production value was super high. And, you know, even though it was six individual episodes it felt like a long paced movie at times mm-hmm. which I, I did enjoy it, I, it definitely played to its strengths it gave you lots of moments that you knew if this had been say a two and a half hour because let's face it i mean it would have been two and a half hours that's the mcu length now for movies not an hour and a half <laughs> but if it had been a two and a half hour movie there's so many moments where you know like that would have been cut that would have been cut and you're just like i'm so glad we got them you know probably sam's whole thing with his sister would have been cut out yeah. of you know yeah. a two and a half hour movie yeah and all those like quiet moments of like not just because we get a lot of you know the flag smashers excuse me it's important to to talk about the snap and how it affected them to understand their motivations but how the snap affected you know the people in sam's life and you know and in that you know town in louisiana in in um in in america you know how the snap affected that you know we wouldn't have seen any of that the whole the vibe of sam like coming back and he's you know incredibly famous he's a celebrity but not like you know tony stark level famous you know he's just kind of like oh yeah that i recognize you uh he you know and how he kind of deals with the world like I, i'm thinking about that bank loan scene in particular mm-hmm. and how yeah uh, but yeah it's uh those those kinds of moments i'm so glad we got to see and experience and and you had to have done a, a tv series to to be able to get those a moment Absolutely. like that popped out to me where you feel like in in superhero movies in in general this is kind of something that always happens you're like how did he know how to do that like that's a ridiculous <laughs> but the perfect example is like Sam 
picking up the shield in the in the penultimate episode, and then like that first fight where you could see him directly like using the stuff he'd been training. I, I thought I was like, oh, that's where these these shows are gonna have their strength. It's yeah. fleshing out those like, how did he do that moment? It's like, oh, I know how he did that. I saw him preparing yeah. for this exact yeah, yeah. Like, all those crazy, like, gymnastics flips and stuff he was doing in <laughs> yeah. that fight, which were amazing. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I know he can do that. I saw him do that. Right, exactly. I, you saw him fail to do it time and time and time yeah. and time yeah. again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I thought that was that scene was good. Yes. It lets you, it, it definitely lets them show and not tell, you know, yes. instead of having to just be like, I've been training, you know, for the last couple of weeks, <laughs> you know, like, we actually get to see it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I mentioned, I think I mentioned it in our... Um, spider-man episode or or far from home episode where where people were complaining that 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 uh movie didn't delve enough into the post-snap world and i remember thinking like well you know they're not going to get into those details in a because also it's not relevant to the the story they're trying to tell and even though that's interesting and it's like i want to know how that works you know they're just not ever going to get into it in a movie because that would have to be like the whole movie right and, but like with the series that gives them the opportunity to and i think we'll see that in some of the in some of the later ones too like armor wars and uh the hawkeye series i think we'll we'll get more and more glimpses of like day-to-day how did this work what's going on and we've got a little bit of it in 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 that spider-man where people mention it but you know it's you know i i think the series is where it's really the only avenue they have to explore uh, the implications and, of that, and you can see why they wanted this to be the first of you know to come out before this other stuff to mm-hmm. sort of be that explanation to have six basically six hours or five and a half hours mm-hmm. of exploration of post snap. I mean that's that's like uh, I mean that's basically the whole plot point of you know the quote unquote terrorist organization that yeah you know, the exactly. Fox Smashers. I was just um, going to say how interesting that was to me that. Let, let's talk about the positive benefits of the snap. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. How it brought mm-hmm. that was, I, I thought that was a really interesting twist. And I think that's what Marvel has gotten so good at is making their villains so relatable. Like, yeah. That, I mean, it's, you know, it's Killmonger. It's, it's these, yeah. it's these villains you feel for as much as you do the heroes. Like, that's, that's uh, the sign of a, a great Marvel mm-hmm. property. Is, I, yeah. I mean, you know, you got, t- yeah, you got Zemo in there. Yeah, you got Zemo in there too. Like, where you, you know, and in this one, you know, Sam comes out and says, you know, you're not wrong. The way you're trying to achieve your goal is wrong. Yeah, and right. you know, like, I, I think if you could apply your ability to a better way of going about it, like, I would be on your side, and we would yeah. work mm-hmm. together on this because I think you have a good point. And uh, it's it, it is interesting that that's what separates. The, the heroes from the villains is is their disregard for collateral damage right. or you know and uh but but i mean that's what do they do in sokovia that's all that's true collateral damage yeah. you know that's yeah. true. so uh, it's, it's shades of gray that's true i mean it's a it's a good point and that's kind of uh you know where you know this this series kind of has its you know bread and butter too because you get the whole uh john walker part two you know and it's yeah, I, I, I guess the point is the of the of the show in the MCU is you know it's like your intentions don't matter as much as like what you're doing you know because John Walker didn't like he wasn't like I'm gonna be a war criminal you know like this is fun for me you know he's he just he uh he he was definitely he kind of it, you know he and the Flag Smashers both had kind of that same mentality because there was a conversation between Carly and another guy who was like 
Um, I think the guy that John Walker killed, where he was yes. like, you know, like, uh, what these superheroes don't understand is sometimes you got to get your hands dirty. And uh, John Walker had that same mentality, you know, like, hey, you got to, mm-hmm. you know, this is what you got to do to to protect people. And uh, mm-hmm. it, what's crazy to me is um, Wyatt Russell, you know, get got a lot of hate uh, for this series because there's, you know, always going to be a segment of people who have trouble separating, like, reality from uh fiction yeah. and they're like i can't yeah. believe you know it's like well you know he's an actor portraying this character and as an actor <laughs> i was completely like on board with him he is oh, so yeah. good so uh good. yeah he was I mean, really he, good I, I i make no secret i'm a big cut kurt russell fan and like it's nice to see that the wyatt's inherited a lot of that because he's absolutely fantastic the face he made when he was like murdering that guy in front of everybody like just the way he's contorted his face i was just like oh my gosh like you could just see Mm -hmm. it yeah um i saw a a little uh thing on the internet about how he fell into the king joffrey and dolores umbridge like yes absolutely (laughs) actors who are so good you forget their acting (laughs) you know you hate them so much yeah (laughs) because they are so good at their job yeah yeah absolutely um but speaking of acting i thought uh this was the i i I always kind of um i liked the character of the winter soldier more than um you know like the the execution of it you know i thought that he could be a little bland but i thought sebastian stan absolutely killed it in this series like that scene yeah that scene in wakanda when he's told you know like hey you know like it worked well first of all they're they're reading the words to him and he's like mm-hmm. totally freaking out he's like this is gonna happen yeah. and i'm i'm gonna like be rampaging in wakanda like this sucks and he's so scared and then when he finds out he's free he just completely breaks down like that's mm-hmm. a really powerful scene um i'm glad we got to see that and i thought sebastian Stan just totally killed it yeah agreed um so there's a lot of other stuff going on in this um zemo wasn't in every episode but i was glad they brought him back for this you know the whole plot. he's awesome i he's hilarious and uh, i mean mm-hmm. it, it made so much sense to bring him in for the reasons they did and i they milked it i mean they they got yeah. the like great performance out of i can't remember the actor's name yeah. um, Dan, daniel but a, a lot of um and it almost like helped bring Sam and Bucky together a little bit. Yeah. Uh, which I, I, I thought it was interesting how they use that. Cause you know, at the very beginning of the episode or the, the series, obviously there's, they're at odds and they're, you know, they're doing their counseling together. And, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, they're and even though they both looked at Zemo in different ways, like for like as a means to an end, I, I thought that his adding him into the dynamic sort of, like forced them sort of onto the same side mm-hmm. in a way. It was interesting. I, yeah. I thought it made total sense too to bring in Zemo because not only does he a connection between uh you know from from the whole Civil War thing, but the you know the the plot centered around these uh super soldiers and which mm-hmm. he, you know, that was the whole part of Civil War was he went to these great lengths to eliminate super soldiers so it seems like he's the super soldier hunter you know like a a killer of them without any superpowers of his own which is right i find to be pretty intriguing that he's like i don't know it's like it's like hunting lions like with your bare hands you know it's like what are you doing (laughs) um i liked some of the comic um 
retconning they did with him to you know to you know like because in the comics he's baron zemo and uh-huh. uh so they like they're like oh he's a baron and he's super wealthy and you know uh-huh. the, that purple hood that's his look from the the comics and they had him wearing that the trench coat with the fur lining uh-huh. you know which is uh his more modern look because he wears a pretty crazy outfit like when he was first introduced but i also liked the differences because in the comics Baron Zemo is a Nazi and, you know, is is uh, from that like Red Skull era, you know, like he's uh-huh. and in 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 this one, you could see that he was he would have been somebody who was super like and he's he's pretty anti-fascist, you know, and he sees super soldiers as like a way is like a path to fascism. And so that's it's interesting to see that that, you know, where they're similar and where they've definitely split it from the comics. I will say I you can also you can read it a little not not to say you can't read it that way or that doesn't but you can, I also it felt very sort of pro capitalist pro libertarian sort of idea that like at that at the time where they broke him out of jail they were not getting the support of the government right yeah so they're acting as sort of independent agents and their best resource is a independently wealthy private citizen Mm -hmm. so that i mean i I get it like just you know let's move past it but yeah that that rubbed me a little weird that's true (laughs) although they didn't know that he was wealthy when they broke him out of i (laughs) i think i really think that bucky knew you think so (laughs) i think so how can he not know he's been around that's true um they definitely the show played it as like Oh, by the way, I'm rich, you know, and yeah. uh, but because uh, they ostensibly wanted to know his they 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 heard super soldiers. They think Hydra and they were like, who knows the most about Hydra? It's Zemo. And I think that was their line. Mm-hmm. But but to, to your point, though, and, and to talk about, you know, we talked about Shades of Grey, you know, like our heroes in this broke a supervillain out of jail, you know. And yep. yeah, uh, and I think it so it is more about like the the regard for innocent life though because they were aware what they were doing was playing with fire and this is dangerous and we're only able to do this because we're avenger level heroes and like we 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 think we can handle this and but also we're gonna have our eyes open the whole time whereas you see carly you know is talking about bombing buildings with innocent people in them and that's you know that's the difference um where Uh even with sokovia like uh you know the avengers in sokovia the idea of civilians dying was unacceptable to them. And they were like, let's do everything we can, you know. Right. To, yeah. They didn't purposefully do that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's, it's the quote, that Sam quote about it. It's not a better world. It's just different. That's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, that that was a, a good line. And man, I think that's where you really get a lot of that John Walker hate. Because I have a really good grasp i think as as a lot of people do on the difference between reality fiction but man when he bursts into that scene (laughs) and like totally screws up what sam's doing because that's sam's superpower is empathy that's right and and negotiating and and counseling and helping people uh when he comes in to mess it all up it's like i think we've talked enough he wasn't even listening he didn't even care (laughs) how close sam was to like resolving the situation man that makes your blood boil you're like get out of here yeah Yeah. Yeah. diplomacy Um, versus military that whole yeah well and (laughs) it's so interesting you know we can talk about sort of you were talking about earlier like uh 
the original Captain America, like he represents what he he thinks uh, America should be. You know, like mm-hmm. do the right thing at all costs. Uh, and it, John Walker is more like do the effective thing at all costs. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it, he's not interested in in trying to shape and lead America by example and do the right thing. He's interested in finding out what America wants and doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, his whole so commentary. Like, you know, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. You keep going. His whole commentary there, like that, uh, that uh, the scene where he was being uh, deposed. You know, like uh, all about PTSD and. Uh, what our soldiers have to deal with and like this is what you trained me for you know like this Mm -hmm. is this is the mission you you why i'm doing a good job like what's the problem yeah i i thought that was uh, very powerful yeah yeah that was that was that was uh a good point i mean yeah he he did exactly what like what did you what did you think was going to happen right like you handed him the shield and you put a gun on his hip yes yeah you know yeah, he can't. I don't know. He can't see why he, they're upset. Like he can't figure yeah. out why they're. Yeah, yeah, this is this is what I was trained to do. Why? Mm-hmm. What's wrong yeah. here? Yeah, there's no. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, to, to me, like, it, the fault lies with yeah, like the committee and the senate. That senator in particular, I forget his name, but uh, you know, he wasn't the right person to choose. Obviously, and right. and you know, I don't know that John Walker believes that i think he's just sort of always going to take on the challenge that's handed to him so i I do want to talk while we're on the subject of john walker about him showing up in the last episode and i i i was talking to megan as we were watching it i was calling it that he was going to die and that was going to be like the ultimate redemption that has been particularly called out recently like oh yeah the white guy dies say and like doing a good deed and that somehow makes everything he did prior fine yeah redemption through death yeah it's yeah. uh it's a cheat you know it, it, it's it's convenient because it's like i'm problematic i have issues but instead of working on them i'm just gonna die now <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember but me I'm as a glad, hero so i'm glad they didn't do that i'm glad yeah. they didn't do that um yeah. i'm i'm interested that you know, we don't know who Val is, um, and she's the one giving him a second chance, essentially, not the U.S. government. It's not like they un—it's not like they pardoned him or un-discharged uh, him or anything. Yeah. Like his we don't second even know chance is who she's with. She's like total right, right. like we don't know who ops. she is. We don't know what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. Her comic now, connections him, are to Nick Fury, right? Yeah, but also and also Hydra. You know, like mm. she's uh, so she's. Of questionable moral <laughs> fiber. Side note: uh, she, surprise uh, casting there. I did not. I, I did not know Julia Louis Dreyfus was going yeah, to be. Yeah, I didn't know either. Surprise she's, to me. She's awesome. So good. I was so delighted. I was yes. so happy because yeah. she's one of the best. Absolutely. And, uh, she was great, but really but yeah, Selena I, Meyer vibe too, like from Veep. Like, oh yeah, oh, uh, uh, mm, absolutely the best. <laughs> so so she she calls him. Um, U.S. agent. You're a U.S. Yeah. agent. Now, I'm assuming yeah. that's a, a comic book character. That is John Walker's uh, superhero name. He, he he does become Captain America for a bit, and he is, I think he also has the name Super Patriot, but uh, U.S. agent is his, and that's his, that's his, his uniform actual. in the comics. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we'll talk a l- more about him in my, in my trivia corner in his comic things, but as to your point about his redemption, 
Uh, I agree, and I'm going to chalk it up to abbreviated run, and and they 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 did they ran out of time because I I do feel that was a little unearned, especially if there's a scene where he like kind of claps Bucky on the shoulder or something, and it's like don't touch yeah, him. It's, like yeah yeah yeah, they they seemed at the end like they were kind of walking together, like they were just yeah. buds again. Yeah. Like all right, cool, you're one of the good guys again. Yeah, I, to me, John Walker has like will never be able to rise. I mean, it'll take a long time at least but he's he's in that anti-hero category for me you know somebody who mm-hmm. uh you know occasionally almost through accident does does something that furthers the goals of the heroes but is yeah. doesn't join the club because he doesn't get it and right. he, there's something fundamental well, it, about the way he goes about things that is just yeah. wrong his reaction uh after Val walked out of the room was I'm back. I'm back. And he was yeah. so excited. It was about himself. It was like, yes. you know, I'm, I'm so glad you said that because that is I've seen uh, and you probably have seen it, too, on Reddit. There's like a, a meme format where it's side by side and it's every time Steve Rogers introduces himself. He's like, I am Steve. I'm Steve Rogers. I'm Steve. And John Walker every time. John Walker, Captain America. I'm Captain America. I'm John Walker, oh, Captain yeah. America. And it's like the difference, you know, like that. And it, it goes back to when we talked about John Walker being selected and, and it's the people who made him that way. I mean, that was Erskine's whole thing was you've got to it's not you don't want a great soldier. You want a good man. And mm-hmm. he, you know, was rejecting the people. Of the SSR were like saying like, oh, no, it needs to be this guy or it needs to be that guy. And he's like, no, that's he's a bully. Like he's he's you know, he's already strong and he's, uh, a, a you know, a, a talented soldier. But he would be a disaster if we gave him the serum and you know that's why he picked scrawny steve rogers because it wasn't about uh you know his his physicality or his abilities it was about you know that that moral center and and john walker just doesn't have that he he has it he's compromised and uh so he was he was the wrong choice and of course they didn't choose to give him the super soldier serum he did that on his own but he was the wrong choice Mm -hmm. to embody captain america and i could see how they would be deceived or be confused because he was a highly decorated soldier and you mm-hmm. know had all this stuff going on but uh erskine was able to see through you know and see like who you really are and i think they were you know they were kind of uh mesmerized by that superficial for john walker they they just wanted to be mm-hmm. like who looks good on paper right um yeah and specifically also who looks good on a poster yeah that's true although man did he look weird in that helmet it like squished <laughs> yeah. his face. I don't know. Like I remember his when he's first revealed, and like that's the first time we see Wyatt Russell in the series. I remember just like guffawing because it makes his jaw look crazy. <laughs> like he yeah, looks, there's yeah. a. They showed him on. I think it was Seth Meyers. They showed him a picture somebody had done of uh, what's his face from Up, uh, Ed Asner's character from Up, wearing the helmet, and they were like, "This is and like side by side with his reveal in that's Winter good. Soldier." Yeah. And he lost it. Like, White Rosa thought it was hilarious. But it's, you know, it's true. That's what he looks like. His jaw looks like a cartoon mm-hmm. yeah. in that helmet. I don't know what it is. Because he's a good-looking dude. But, it, like, it squishes his face. Um, <laughs> so I do want to circle back to the the whole um, issue that, uh, I'm like you said, Nick, I'm glad that the MCU addressed it and, like, played their hand at it uh which which was the you know the the whole issue of race and you know the mm-hmm. uh, america's not ready for a black captain america and the mm-hmm. whole isaiah bradley storyline which was heartbreaking and i'm mm-hmm. um 
it, I I wasn't familiar with that comic storyline, uh, Red, White, and Black, uh, before this. Uh, but I am super interested to check it out because it sounds really interesting and a good like I'm mean, just like any good sci-fi story would you know it models or parallels real life you know like this is what really yeah. happened and or uh-huh. you know a version of it so let's just take it to that sci-fi level to really dig into what that yeah. might look like absolutely uh, but I'm 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 glad they talked about it I, one of the things that was um, powerful for me to hear it was um, when Bucky you know says to him he's like I don't. He's like, neither Steve nor I considered what it would be like to give the shield to a black man and uh, how that yeah. might make you feel. And it's just right. such a powerful statement on privilege, you know, where it's like, because yeah. the answer is, the reason is he didn't, he doesn't have to think about that. He And, uh-huh. and so he, he, the default is he doesn't. And it makes you think about all the things that you take for granted and uh, mm-hmm. how that privilege, uh, you know, and how that's something you have to constantly be checking and thinking about you know yeah. and uh yeah. that it, it doesn't come naturally and but it, it can have these profound impacts and so uh, i i was i was i was glad that they did it and i i thought it was i i honestly didn't expect it i thought they would take a little more uh you know sanitized path through that and not deal with it as much and i think we we owe it to or it's owed to this the format of it they were able to devote some some screen time to it Um, absolutely yeah i will say if you are interested in a superhero show that tackles this kind of subject matter cannot recommend it enough the Watchmen limited series on hbo Mm. uh, came out in 2019 um i wasn't expecting that at all i just like Watchmen, and i was like let me check this out fantastic uh really uh really delves into it and if you're a fan of Watchmen, then that's total bonus uh but um and i think that was where it suffered in comparison for me because i had watched Watchmen just a couple years Mm. ago and then coming into Mm -hmm. this you know it's like they they weren't gonna hit it at that level of course that Watchmen is a very r-rated series very adults only so they're able to really get in there and because reality is r-rated and uh you know for disney like again this was a very violent series for disney plus but it still had that you know that regulator on it to keep it from going uh-huh. full watchmen and i don't think we would want it to really but um but yeah it did suffer in comparison for me and uh Steven, i know you've watched watchmen as well oh yeah fit um uh due to the backtrack just slightly I, the sh- the scene with john walker you know, losing it and the shield covered in blood. Oh I, yeah, that I, man, I didn't think that kind of thing could be on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, was just not excited's the wrong word because that was horrifying. But just like yeah. okay, like we're yeah, finally getting no. real. Like we're getting gritty. very disturbing. We're getting shot. dark. Yeah. That whole yeah. uh, that whole episode in Madripoor was so dark and gritty. I was like, yeah. this mm-hmm. is. This is a whole new place for the MCU. It's it's not shiny anymore. It's Yeah. Ugh. Somebody so edited the like Disney Plus like splash banner to include, you know, pictures of like a Pixar movie and, and all these different things and then that image as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And yeah. So cool. Well, um anything else we want to talk about before we dive into the Marvel Pop Quiz? Yes, one one thing before we before sure. we move on, I want to talk about uh, Sharon as the power broker. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So uh, this that of course was the thing that the internet fixated on was uh, well it can't be Sharon. Sharon can't be the power broker because they said he they said he <laughs> can't be it can't be Sharon. Right. Uh, and uh, of course it was her. Like I, it, you knew it was her from like what I mean. Basically that what the first episode she gets introduced and then when you realize. You know, when she leaves and she's got that driver and she's like, we've got problems. They're like, okay, she's the power broker. And, <laughs> yeah, pretty obvious. The internet didn't want to believe it. And, and yeah. they waited to reveal it officially. And I like how they did it. And but I'm she, interested to see she what She never happens. says, I'm the power broker, though. Yeah, but she is. Carly says, oh, you're the power broker. Or, or, yeah, no, the, but the, she the, is. Okay. I'm just saying. I think she is be- only because she... Sharon has those lines that are like, we could have worked together and like implying that that they had a, a history before she hired uh, Batroc to to spy on her. But I mean, you're technically right. There was no line of dialogue, you know, like right. like in, I'm uh, just playing Iron devil's advocate. I'm just, I'm just I know I hear you. <laughs> She's definitely a power broker. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> but you're, you're there was no moment like in Iron Man three when he's like, I'm the Mandarin. Right. <laughs> right. But uh, to make it really clear what's happening. Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about Sharon Carter uh, turning heel and, and being like an, a, uh, a villain. I I just I, to me, that was the hardest thing to buy, I think, hmm. from the series like that, that that would that she would t- so totally about face because I I get that she kind of got left hanging. I also don't know that I would believe that she would be left hanging i guess because um sam and bucky got snapped so they weren't there to be like oh no she needs to be a part of this you know and we need to help her out and and all that stuff but i i don't know i i i feel like somebody would have been like oh yeah no sharon's cool too you know she everything worked out and so we need to um so there's that piece but then also that that would turn her you know so gray and it just it makes me think there's more to it yeah, and there's I, a whole I'm layer we don't know, know yet. Yeah, and her I, getting I, I, the pardon and then walking away and kind of smirking and then making that phone call makes me think like they're they're planning on delving into that more. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, I, and I'm assuming it's not like you know the snap happened and she immediately is like, "All right, well, I guess I'm going to go build a criminal empire now." <laughs> like I feel like it just kind of she started to put down roots and make connections and to make ends meet. She might have had to do some shady things and realized she was good at it. I, I could see it gradually happening. Yeah. I'll give them the, the benefit of the doubt on that one. Yeah. Agreed. So, uh, Stephen, uh, come with me. Come on down. We're going to walk on down to Aaron's Trivia Corner. I think it was Wait, pop, quiz pro- time, pop quiz time, so uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, I walked into the wrong building. <laughs> All right, so Marvel pop quiz. I'm gonna we'll give we'll give Nick a shot at answering it, and then we'll we'll let we'll let Steven answer it too. I won't okay. reveal the answer to you. Both locked in your answers. All Lock right. So one of the things that I love about Marvel, and probably why it's captured my imagination so much, is the the multiple Earths and the the parallel universes that are a part of that. And I'm so excited coming up with 
Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness that we're going to see mm-hmm. a little bit of this. Of course, the What If series coming to Disney Plus is going to be a part of this. I love the What If comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, that's so exciting. And then that's an, another reason why I love Spider-Man, because Spider-Man has all those alternate ones. But I was surprised to find that there's actually a bunch of versions of Captain America in alternate universes as well. Yeah. And there's some crazy ones. So, uh, can Nick, I want you to identify which of the following are, are actual Captain America variants. Uh, okay. And and uh, apart from the ones that I've made up. All right. So okay. which of these okay. is an actual alternate universe version of Captain America? Is it just a- one, or is there multiple? Uh, it's good. It's you have you have a choice of four. Okay, so, and just one is real. Okay, one is real. So <laughs> which of these is an actual alternate universe version of Captain America? <laughs> Captain Assyria is A. <laughs> okay. <laughs> B. Captain Anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> C, General America. <laughs> okay. And four, Yeoman America. Uh, uh, or, or E, they're all in the comics. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Yeah. So, tricky, tricky. Okay. So I was that's so expecting it's... there to be uh, a Captain Ham America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spider Ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's so. Oh, oh, go through them one more time. A, Captain Assyria. Uh-huh. B, Captain Anarchy. C, General America, D, Yeoman America, or E, they're all in the comics. I'm going to go with E, they're all in the comics. All right. Stephen, what do you think? Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, that sounds right. They all they all sound equally out there to me, so. <laughs> yeah, they are all, they're all from the comics. Uh, <laughs> wow. So, they're all from different Earths. That's the big thing is uh, Earth um, 616 is um, is the prime Marvel universe in the comics. Um, I'm pretty sure the MCU comics has its own Earth as well. But these are all from different Earths. So Captain Assyria is uh, from an Earth uh, that uh, that's Earth 9105, where Egypt became the dominant um, uh hmm. Uh, civilization and and it continued throughout the you know thousands of years and it was the united states of assyria was founded and so captain assyria you know formed from there and it's still red white and blue but it's a a um eight pointed star instead of the five pointed star on his chest and um the uh captain anarchy is actually not steve rogers it's carl morgenthau who is the flag smasher but in this universe earth 138 He's a member of Spider-Man's army against President Osborn, uh, who is the uh, Green Goblin. Yeah. And uh, so that this is like a punk universe. In fact, that's the Spider-Man is Spider-Punk in this universe. <laughs> and, uh, and Captain Anarchy is is one of his um, allies. <laughs> and so, which is pretty fun. Yeah. In General America is uh, Earth 717, and they're actually a descendant of, and this is kind of like a what if, where Captain America, the original Captain America, Steve Rogers, uh, didn't um, exist during World War II, but existed during the American Civil War. And so in this case, he um, ends the Civil War uh, early, obviously, he's a Union soldier, um, makes sure Abraham Lincoln was not assassinated, and America becomes this kind of like utopian progressive state. Uh, prevents um, further genocide of uh, Native Americans, and so their culture flourishes in America, and it's this whole thing. Um, but uh, the idea is that Bucky Barnes 
becomes the white skull and it's uh there's like this white supremacist like underbelly that lasts hmm. for you know generations and so general america has to kind of fight against that it's a i wasn't aware of this series until uh uh, doing this quiz but uh, that sounds really interesting to me i'm going to check that out yeah um and then the final one yeom in america is uh earth 398 and it's a it's kind of like a reality distortion world where um the time period has kind of reverted to a medieval setting so the avengers are called the queen's vengeance and uh <laughs> they're led by yeoman in america who's a knight <laughs> interesting yeah so anyway i thought those were fun and yeah, uh, fun. fun to think about yeah so um yeah now we can go to the trivia corner nick do you want to sing it again or come on down to aaron's trivia corner you're gonna get a pop in sitting on aaron's knee <laughs> okay <laughs> this, that one was different the santa claus of trivia <laughs> um so um i don't have too much to talk about here we've we've really gone into it a a lot already but one of the things i want to talk about a little more is is i mentioned carl morgenthau and of course in in this show they were gender swapped to carly morgenthau um uh who's uh and and carly has a group called the flag smashers whereas in the in the comics it's a super villain just named flag smasher Mm. and similar goal um one one world one nation you know uh, eliminating um borders and and that is you know you could see how that would fit in with uh, uh as a opponent to captain america who is uh you know wears the stars and stripes he literally wears a flag so he's mm-hmm. like okay wait a minute i doesn't smash any flags here uh but uh the the everything about him is different though carl is very wealthy um and uh father a uh, son of a diplomat and um his, his his father was killed in a in like a riot uh, outside of uh a latvarian embassy which we were hoping we would see latveria by the way uh as as like the there was like that was a fan theory when he mentioned sokovia gets bought up uh by or annexed by other countries people were thinking oh latveria uh mm-hmm. which is an important um uh, Eastern European country in the comics. It's where Dr. Doom comes from, uh, who is huh. the Fantastic Four's primary antagonist. And uh, his name is Victor Von Doom, and he's actually the the leader of Latveria. Um, and so we were hoping we would see that. Because Sokovia, I don't think... If, I might be wrong on this, but I don't think Sokovia existed before uh, Age of Ultron, uh, before that movie. Um, so... And almost people were thinking, like, should it have been Latveria? Of course, back then they didn't have the rights to Latveria in, when Age of Ultron came out. But anyway, um, so anyway, his father got killed outside of the Latverian embassy. And that's when he was like, you know what? Uh, my father pursued world peace through two passive of means. I'm going to become a supervillain to get world peace. Uh, and but yeah, so that that was his whole deal. But so so different, um, but still got his powers from the power broker, I believe. Um so yeah, um, that was a different one, and then of course John Walker, um, similar to uh, his comic portrayal where he becomes Captain America but goes crazy and kills people and not a good Captain America. But something they did leave out of the series, probably because they, they it seems like they do want to pursue John Walker as a as a hero and continue to see him in the comics. John Walker is extremely right wing, like a total whack job, and very like. Hmm. 
you know, basically a fascist. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah. And that becomes that's a point in the comics because Captain America, Steve Rogers, is not. And uh, so it's almost like the extreme, like, you know, what you would have expected from a Captain America in the 80s, which is when he was introduced. So it's and and the comics plays that as like, this is a bad thing. That's why he's a bad Captain America, because he's right wing. Um, And uh, yeah. So anyway, I thought that was that was interesting. I'm glad they didn't necessarily go that way uh in the in the thing i think they they did a good job of portraying john walker as a flawed individual without getting into you know making him a, a q conspiracy guy uh but <laughs> yeah i uh, talk about you know wanting to avoid with the whole pandemic thing that would have been a whole nother thing <laughs> but, uh, yeah um so yeah uh we've, we've got a little bit of time left uh we could talk a little bit about how this series fits into the larger narrative i mean obviously they, there's a lot of post snap stuff very important in that we we get um sam in the finale referring to thanos uh directly um which it's always interesting to me when you get these more grounded down to earth stories and and then somebody talks about thanos yeah. and it's like and yeah he, i guess what did he say he again? Did, you have huh? the power of what did he say again you have the power of an insane god or a misguided teenager. That was like in his monologue when he was talking oh, about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he right. he also made references to um about how like you know humanity came up against a force that was powerful enough to wipe out half the life on the planet. Of course, he misspoke there. Half life in the universe, <laughs> a little yeah. more, a little more powerful than that. But you always, um, I always get sucked into like the 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 reality, like it, like feeling like. It, this is a commentary on the on the real world, and then, and then someone will mention like Thanos, and it's like, why is no one freaking out like right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, well, I would I guess be it's the... just perpetually freaking out for the rest of my life if like <laughs> a god came to Earth and snapped everything. Like it's just it just brings you back into like, oh right, this is. Yeah. yeah this is well, fantastic. this is a universe, and because right. before the snap, it was the Battle of New York. That was, you know, from the Avengers. That's right. what everybody talked about, which was aliens attacking New York and killing a bunch of people. So I guess these people are just jaded now. Yeah. They're like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's old news now. It just feels like once we like. This is a thought I've always had about real life. Like once we knew that we weren't the only ones in the universe, wouldn't we unite? Wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Come I mean, together. That's, that's what. A, a ton of science fiction talks about right yeah so that, th- like that's in so many sci-fis that's the catalyst for <laughs> earth uniting right that's always in the back of my mind in the marvel universe it's like why aren't why are we still fighting about stupid earth stuff <laughs> like uh-huh we got bigger <laughs> we got bigger fish man like yeah yeah and yeah and that was sam's whole point was right. like stop it yeah that's <laughs> like, enough yeah. And and the and you know it, it's interesting when you mentioned like the the positive aspects of the snap you know and there's that whole you know like joke Thanos did nothing wrong but right the uh, you know obviously it did but his goal was you know half the people consuming resources uh, so that there would be peace and prosperity and you know like even though that was a really dumb way to go about peace and prosperity yeah. like it, it kind of works and it works i mean there's <laughs> yeah. you're not fighting over resources that's a major source right. of conflict and even though you know obviously his genocide is deplorable <laughs> like uh, i don't know if it counts as genocide if it's random but you know what i mean like that yeah. mass yeah, yeah, yeah. extinction mm-hmm. is terrible but you know like people are like well this is what happened and so like what are we going to do like not 
you know, like share the resources and, you know, and so I, I get that. I get the idea of the flag smashers when everybody comes back and then it's like, okay, yeah, you guys can go now. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> this was, yeah. this was the, like, what? <laughs> so interesting uh-huh. to think about. Like, yeah, I, the Senator said something in that last scene with Sam about how, you know, what if you come back from the snap and, and someone's in your home? Like, yeah, I, I just, just things I never thought about. Like, complications of the snap just it's so interesting yeah mm-hmm. um that was actually um you know a more serious take on it but in in spider-man far from home uh may mentions when she comes back from the snap she was in her apartment but it was somebody else was living there and they thought she was a ghost <laughs> and, uh and you know so i i get that and i like how the, the uh, senator's like well sorry oh, go ahead sorry. agnes just had a funny thought like about the snack we were talking about, just like all those kind of like, what if moments of like, if you're snapped and you're in an airplane, do you? <laughs> yeah. When you come back, do you just you come back appear? You're like, oh, I'm back? Ah! <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, like. Yeah. the The cannon was, or the uh, the head the head cannon, I should say. Sure. And what I read was that Hulk, you know, when he snapped everybody back, he was bringing everybody back safely. Okay. So he would. You all know, right and i'm okay know, with as, that as best he could yeah he because he had the powers of the infinity stone so he could basically do anything so yeah. he could spend a couple of you know moments being like working off the logistics of sure. making sure nobody <laughs> came back in the sky Plumbed or like got hit by a car <laughs> you know something that thanos probably did not do right <laughs> he's like whatever uh well yeah it's like the helicopter's crashing because the pilots are gone and yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah, yeah so hulk's the the head cannon i have is that hulk spent a couple of extra seconds thinking about yep. how to do it safely. I, um, I now agree with you and we'll spread. <laughs> I'll tell Agnes that everything's fine. <laughs> but one of, one of my favorite images from the MCU in this phase four, or not, this isn't actually technically phase four, but in this post snap world was in far from home where it shows the first, it showed the, um, basket like i think it was during a, a marching band thing like they half mm. of them vanished yeah. and then it cuts to five years later where there's a basketball game going on <laughs> yes. in that court where they vanished and then like the marching band people come back yeah. and like all get like knocked down and like a basketball <laughs> hits one of them in the head and it's, i guess hulk was like that's safe enough right yeah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> um but it, so uh, aside from that which they mentioned but the uh obviously you know you got winter soldier callbacks uh with um uh bucky using that book that steve used to catch up on things you know bucky's version was for making amends mm-hmm. and uh and civil war was zemo and and i you know they really dove into you know zemo's motivations in that and and we got some you know the sokovian uh monument uh that's a result of age of ultron uh so this definitely felt like a show that was you know embedded in that mcu while still being its own thing was... and they brought in wakanda you know there's still yes they're still seeking absolutely. justice you know oh this this really did make me feel like like the comic books you know where like when you're reading the comic books and like i i, I read spider-man maximum carnage which was a story about spider-man and venom and carnage and you know like captain america shows up in it because why wouldn't he you know like yeah. some crazy mm-hmm. stuff is going on he shows up to help and you know like that sense of like anybody could show up and anything could happen you know and i think we're really starting to get there with the mcu it's big enough and fleshed out enough you know where you know those wakandans show up and it's like well of course they would show up they hate zemo uh mm-hmm. you they're know, of course they got a connection him. to bucky yeah. 
Yeah, like it 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 fits and it's cool. Mm-hmm. I was <laughs> and like, those were actually actresses who appeared in you know Black yeah. Panther and uh, and appeared mm-hmm. in Civil War, which was just awesome. You yeah. know, yeah. some of them were like basically extras in those movies, and right. they yeah. came back to do this. That fight sequence was awesome. By the so way, good. so good, so good, so good. I was gonna say that it's, uh, Sam's new suit had to have been vibranium built by yeah. Wakandans. For yeah. him to actually become Captain America, because if he's not going to be a super soldier and take the serum, he's going to have to have some way to, you know, yeah. stack up to compete with all, that. And yeah, all the little like you know using the jets and hey, that there's a scene where Carly smashes into him and his wings, you know, stick into the ground so he can. Yes, fight back. I love that genius. That was like, great. This this is how Sam is going to become Captain America. You know, like yeah. he's going to need that. You know that yeah. that power behind the shield. Mm-hmm. So I loved it. I thought that he, he yeah. could not have done that with his with his you know his, the suit he had before. Yeah, yeah. it wouldn't have held yeah. up. Did I'm you glad catch? You mentioned that scene. Did you? I'm sorry. Did you catch the uh, the? I, I cannot remember his name, but the 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 army guy that Sam was working with, he who he gave the suit to. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. There's a little uh, shot of him at the end there where he's working on Sam's old suit so he becomes yeah, the, the falcon yeah the he's comics. gonna become the falcon yeah that'd be that's gonna be awesome yeah yeah that's that is gonna be great um yeah that and um and then isaiah bradley's yeah grandson yes. or, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh-huh. he's he's also part of the like the young avengers right. which yeah is, I, I they're really doing a great job of like oh the, yeah like setting it up and making it interesting you know yes and like well how and, cool isn't uh isn't there a theory about a uh, US agent going to be part of the Thunderbolts? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been talking about the Thunderbolts that, for years like in relation to the MCU like oh it's going to happen cuz like Abomination is you know supposedly going to be yeah. part of it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Well there's Tim Roth's already come back in yeah. something. Is Black Widow? No. He signed on for something. Yeah, he did. And I, and uh, I can't remember I what can't it remember. is either yeah. but but uh yeah, like People have been, have been talking about that for so long, and like that is pretty exciting, you yeah, know. Mm-hmm. Like, would will Zemo show up in it? You know, yeah. like who's who all is going to be in it? You know, we might get somebody from this Armor Wars series. You know, might show up and and be part of it. You know, and you know because you have these like almost like inverted like members of the the real Avengers. You know, mm-hmm. in the in the in the fake one in in the comics, um, it's a uh, Iron Patriot who is uh is is uh osborne uh you know from the he, he eventually takes the mantle of that and like seems good but really they're kind of like hmm. you know almost like a suicide squad of of, of villains um hmm. yeah um <clears throat> so let's see i guess we could try to do a ranking there's only been two series so far but how, how do you think this stacked up against uh wandavision you go first steven I, you, I mean, I, I said at the top how much I pre-loved this show, mm-hmm. but I also love uh, new. I love innovation. I love risk taking, and yeah. this was none of that. I mean, it was there was definitely some like small tweaks. W- Wandavision clearly was just such an insane departure and a successful challenge and risk for Marvel that I I have to put it top, just by its pure gall to give it a go yeah like it it wins yeah but 
This, I absolutely so agree close because this was this is an exciting like beginning to Marvel television. Like I am so pumped that these Marvel movies that I love so much are now going to be f- extended, like yeah, potentially indefinitely. Uh, there, there's no talk of season two of this show, but uh, they're they're gonna they're putting it into Emmy contention under series not limited series so that's like a little maybe clue that they want to talk about a season two yeah Uh so i don't know there's infinite possibilities now that marvel's a show like (laughs) marvel's television now speaking of that did you guys pick up on this i didn't notice it at first but the the final title card said captain america in the winter i I had to rewind it yeah absolutely very good so maybe maybe there won't be a season two of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Maybe it'll be Captain maybe America Captain and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. Well, I so mean, the, I, I, the news broke yesterday that, that Captain America 4 is already in development. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I saw that. I, I, t- I definitely agree with everything you just said, Stephen. And I would I would rank uh, WandaVision number one as well. But it, it, you couldn't think of two shows that are more different. Exactly, yeah. That, so that's, it's kind of yeah. hard to yeah. to put the to even rank them. I mean, they're WandaVision like it is just one of my favorite shows now that I've ever watched. Agreed. Like wow. not Agreed. just of yeah. Marvel, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's just yeah, like ranking I, the movies themselves. I mean, it's just like yeah. well, mm-hmm. my favorite it, movie in this category is this. My, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't make a master list unless I just go for like personal enjoyment. Like uh-huh. that's yeah. You know. I, I agree. Uh you know, in, in the MCU, maybe there's a couple weaker ones you can safely put near oh, the bottom of the oh, list. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah I, I agree with you, and I, I definitely agree with Nick that like the idea of ranking these is difficult because they're such different things. Yeah. Uh, it's like you know, what's better, apples or oranges? Sure. It's tough. Yeah, uh, right, right. But, um, but yeah, I but I also agree that Wandavision uh, was was uh, a better series. You know, in terms of like just what they were trying to accomplish and what they did accomplish. Right. But, but that's not to, to sleep on this show because it was also absolutely fantastic. So and again, I think some of the best streaming content ever produced. 100%. Uh, the dialogue so, was so uh, well done too. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, that Sam's whole speech at the end, just man, just tugged. Fantastic. On all yeah. And, and, and I, I think it was important <clears throat> that they showed that that was being broadcast live. You know, I think that's going to really yes. uh, help get his awareness up people awareness of him and who he is and help people be like, Oh yeah, no, that is captain America. And, uh, we saw that, you know, too, when, when somebody, when the old man was calling him black Falcon, mm-hmm. he's like, no, that's captain America. And yeah. you know, that, that last speech, you know, it's like, Oh yeah, that, that, that sounds like captain America to me. I don't know right, about right. you guys, but so, um, and now's the part where we find out how much Nick knows about next week's film. Of course, it's not going to be next week and it's not a film, uh, Nick, what what do you know about the next MCU project? Oh boy, I I would have guessed it, it was Black Widow, but if it's not a film, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So when we when we last talked in Wandavision, Black Widow was coming out May seventh, uh, which would have put it next, and uh, they were they were like theaters only. It's gonna and people were just like, what are they doing? Like we're not yeah. we're not there yet. And uh, they realized that, I guess, eventually. So they've pushed Black Widow to July 9th, and it's going to be sh- streaming as well as in theaters, uh, thankfully. Because I, July 9th, I mean, I hope we'll be feeling like one of the movie theaters, but maybe not. Um, but maybe not, yeah. Well, yeah. that's, I but think so, uh, they probably took a clue. I don't know when they pushed it, but when they announced Dune was going to be uh, yeah. 
there was a lot of there was a lot of pushback against that, and uh, I don't know. It's it, it, it's been interesting to see how these studios are navigating this. They, they definitely play chicken. Like once the first one does it, then they're all like, "Okay, we'll do it too." And yeah, uh, you know, but like they don't want to be the first one to to blink, and uh, it's. Uh, it's whatever. I, I think everybody's still smarting from from Tenant last year. Yeah. Um, so they they make them think about it extra. But yeah, so Black Widow's not next anymore. Um, now the next property is going to be June 11th, and it's going to be the Loki television series. Oh right, 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 right. right. Yeah, Loki. which looks fantastic. Looks incredible. I so excited. didn't think much of it. This was one of the ones where I was like, yeah, I bet that's going to be fun. But it, you know, when I didn't know anything about it, I was just like, whatever. But yeah, seeing that trailer, I'm super on board. I mean, that's my whole bag is alternate universes. It yeah. seems yeah. like this is a whole show about it. Yeah, and it's going to be the first MCU thing to really get into it. Uh, uh-huh. And plus, I'm I'm always a sucker for Owen Wilson. Yeah, he looks like yeah. he's going to play a fun character. Yeah. Uh, so there's that whole like DB Cooper thing, which is pretty neat. Uh, uh-huh. That I'm excited yeah. about. Like yeah. the fifties. Uh, so and yeah, that'll be here before we know it. Uh, so that's going to be the next one. Um, what's your, your interest meter, Nick, for Loki and uh, Black Widow? So I'm really excited for Loki. Um, Black Widow, I, again, will watch. I think I will enjoy it just fine, but I, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm, don't have any like big expectations for it. So yep, I think that's sure. probably why I'll just go into it and enjoy it and mm-hmm. whatever. She falls in the gotcha. Steve Rogers, Captain America camp. So, I mean, that, that lines up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it, it, she does. I'm, I'm excited about seeing taskmaster um yes which would be cool and of course um florence pew uh pew uh after watching midsummer and uh, little yeah, women yeah. i'm a big fan of her so i'm yes. really excited to see what she's gonna do in the mcu and and uh oh what's his face from uh stranger from stranger things, things yeah he looks um, like he's gonna provide some comic relief yeah 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 rachel so vice what's up Always good. What's that? Rachel Weisz is always good too. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you know, there's some heavy hitters in there. Oh, yeah. I think, I think it's going to be good. What's the guy's name? It's driving me crazy. Ah, uh, yeah. It's, I'm blanking now that we've can't come up with. Yeah. It. Um, <laughs> it's gonna. Be, it's like one of those names too, where you hear it. Like Harbor. It's uh, uh, David, David Harbor. David Harbor. David Harbor. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I I I got I got Harbor before and uh, yeah. you know before I I googled it but yeah David Harbor um, so <laughs> for the record <laughs> just for the for the for the record we I, so I, Harbor audit, pops in my head listeners we can't verify that so <laughs> we cannot see it you can, here's how you can verify it because I said it and I never lie uh, so <laughs> He's, you're and, the Captain America of this friendship <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt with the shield on it so. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Kendrick, Captain America. Um, so, <laughs> the, uh, well, and before we go, I, I do want to talk about two other properties that are coming out this year uh, if they don't get pushed again, and that's uh, Shang Chi coming out oh, September yeah. third. I'm really and excited I, about that. Really excited about that. I didn't know I was until again I saw yeah. the trailer. <laughs> yeah, so whoever makes these trailers, they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. it gets uh-huh. you excited. Uh, Kung Fu, like yes, yeah. let's do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think you said I'm. I'm always excited when Marvel does a new genre. Mm-hmm. Yes, because they do it so well. Yep. It's like yeah, bring them on. Well, let's add and, all. Let's make every kind of movie. Yep. At least from the trailer, it looks like they're going to be paying homage and definitely trying to work within that, like that uh, specific yes. style. Uh, like especially some of the the more uh, choreographed and and surreal. Uh, fight yes. sequences yeah. look yes. really cool. Yeah, some super pumped about that. Oh yeah, and then 
Um, and then Eternals, which we still haven't seen too much about, but that's supposedly mm. in November, uh, you know, which is going to have another cast of heavy hitters and, and it's going to mm-hmm. get us into that cosmic space again. Yeah. And Cl- then uh, Chloe's, mm-hmm. Chloe Zhao directed that movie and she's getting a whole bunch of uh, recognition and buzz right now because she directed Nomadland. That is the, oh, okay. the front yeah. runner mm. for film of the year for the Oscars yeah. this weekend. So. And then Spider-Man No Way Home uh, is, a, let's see, I think they've pushed that back to December of this year. So this, after 2020 being the first year in a long time with no MCU films, this year is going to have by far the most. Uh, I and mean, the, you're looking the at holiday special movies. too. The, there's yeah. going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy That's right. holiday special. That's right. Yeah. So we're, we're going to be going to be busy this year, Nick, uh, doing yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. But but yeah um cool well uh i think that's gonna do it for for this edition of uh you gotta watch this steven thanks so much for joining us you got today. It. thanks for having me and uh nick you gotta watch this listening to our podcast we want to hear from you you can reach out to us on email at you gotta watch this podcast at gmail.com you can also reach us at facebook or instagram at you gotta watch this podcast or on twitter at gotta underscore watch thanks